Welcome back to another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave, and here with me are three fine young gentlemen. Say hi, Anthony Moose and special guest star, Seeger Rorda. Hello! What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Nice one, Seeger. So, uh, Seeger is a um, member of one of our main fantasy football leagues, and he currently is kicking our butts in the league. So uh, we thought we would have him on and uh, laid the, lay the wisdom down on us and for our listeners for, uh, for what he's done so far. How are you doing, Seeger? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Dave? Doing pretty good. Have myself uh, a wee heavy, it's called. It's a uh, moose. You would love it. It's like a caber tosser. Yeah. Like ode to ode to Scotland, and it's a nine. It's a nine percenter. It's so a imagine, nine percenter. I imagine so, after a couple of those, you'll have a heavy wee. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to interject here, um, Seeger. You should have addressed either Moose or myself first, because I believe the three of us have won in that league, and Dave is without a championship. So I think he, yeah. you should have spoken to him last. Yeah, but I, I am gonna, I'm going to make the playoffs this year, though. So will you? <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> All I did was give Dave the host privilege of being acknowledged. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Also, sh- <laughs> Anthony's Anthony's uh, jab there is very appropriate for this time of the season when shit talking should be amplified, yeah. rolling into <laughs> playoffs. Yeah. Once standings are kind of settled and you know who's out of the playoffs, you can start shit talking. Dave, I what also you- missed. I missed an opportunity to call you Fancy Beers. Fancy Beers. Oh, is yeah. that uh, your nickname for me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah every I, episode I, you got a new one and you brag about it. So. I do put in an effort, which is more than I can say for everyone else. So on that note, uh, Moose Anthony, what do you what well, do you guys got? Unlike half the NFL, I'm not interested in contracting COVID. Uh, <laughs> you can still like order beer. Like, how do you get your Heinekens, Moose? One I, massive purchase. 50, once I'm done fifty beers, I go and do one massive purchase. Right. So I suggest at that next massive purchase, just selecting various. Types of beers, maybe a variety pack. A variety pack at Costco. At Costco, I'm gonna have like so many beers. They don't go. I'm gonna bad. have like hundreds of beers. You can go to a regular grocery store. Just saying. No, no, no. Do everything at Costco. You get everything at once. Jam it in the freezer. Okay. Anthony, what about you? Well, I don't know if I want to say because you guys have made fun of me all goddamn day. Did you even make that <laughs> post? It's a Mickey Ultra. No, it's it's another Coors Organic Light Beer, but uh, I guess it's all it's all in the same family. But you guys can mm-hmm. fuck off. It's from the earth. It's I think Coors Organic's vegan. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vegan friendly. Just yeah. FYI, did you just, did you just turn on the faucet and fill a pint glass? <laughs> No, no, Moose. That means be serious, Moose. He puts ice in it before. Oh, healthier. Okay. It's mineral water. <laughs> well, I also so on top of that, Coors. I am also having a glass of vino. I'm being fancy today. That is fancy. I don't Very mind fancy. that. I don't mind that. Yeah, so it's not completely watered down. I have some other li- alcohol to uh, you know up the percentage. So if we just find a language where wine starts with a B, we can use that in our alliteration, like mm-hmm. a vino. Oh, now you're being a smartass. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> no, okay. I'm serious. I think wine's all right. <laughs> Seeger, what do you got uh, under your uh, blanket fort here to to make sure you sound appropriate? What do you got? I decided. Yeah, to well, do... hold on. let's let's clarify this here. Okay. We have Seeger under a couch fort with a blanket to reduce the reverb of his voice. Because mm-hmm. my he, voice uh... already reverbs a lot too, so it's. 
he's a reverber. He's, he's, yeah. been, he's been known. People make comments about the reverberation of his voice. <laughs> it's true. It's fun. I'm sitting in a couch for it. I feel like a kid talking about fancy football. Um, I'm drinking. It's an ode to Nick and, and probably Gordon, but I'm drinking a famous grouse. Oh. And I know, I know it's That's... not a beer, guys, but I am, I'm just here for the bands. Well, I think we all fancy. <laughs> Came here to chew gum and banter, and looks like I'm all out of books. Uh, on that note, Seeger, talk about uh, your experience in the league so far. Well, I'll I'll give you guys I'll throw you guys a nice little bone here. Um, I think our league is even more fun this year. I think. Through COVID, we always, well, not always, but all of us needed something to look forward to a little bit. And, uh, yeah, this podcast has made the league that much more fun and also that much more easy, guys. I got to say, I know a couple episodes ago, <laughs> you guys were talking about how, how much you're all struggling. And, I, I mean, if we cut through the introduction a little bit and provide a little bit more context, I know it started this invite kind of all started by me trash talking you guys on our chat function, right? As one placed. I placed uh, a regretful beer bet, which I'll try and double down on uh, this episode. But I placed a, I asked if I could place a beer bet that none of you well, guys would make If you playoffs. double down, that's four beers. What I want to do is double down for first round of playoffs. So mm. if none of you win a playoff game, none of you win a playoff game. Well, I certainly will not win a playoff game because I will not be making the playoffs. So it comes down to Moose and Dave. Thank you, uh, Michael Thomas and Austin Eckler. You guys can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, so basically, so like, it comes so down to Dave. A, you're offering <laughs> us a, a double or nothing. Yeah, but I'll, 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 I know you guys will make playoffs now, like like happy seven and eight seed or whatever. But um, basically, that's how it all started. And I mean, if I can, if I can lay down some wisdom on what's gone well for me this year, it was. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, but it was definitely going. Uh, RB heavy in my draft. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's get down to brass tacks here. Let's bring brass tacks. Well, we wanted to bring uh, Seeger in for a couple reasons. He's in the league. He's doing well. Banter. He's a great banter. But we also wanted to use his expertise mm-hmm. in sports mm-hmm. psychology. Technically, Seeger, if I'm correct, you are a mental performance consultant by that's by trade. Right. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. That's what we basically what we call a sports psych in Canada. So yeah. why don't you tell us a little bit about that and and uh how that's reflected in in fantasy you think? Yeah, well this is where like teetering the line between my professional life and my personal one get dangerously close when we play fantasy. But <laughs> I definitely uh, I definitely use all the tools of the trade to try and get as much advantage as I can. And um listen I'll, I'll I'll share a little bit of tips and tricks, I think, for your listeners. But a big one, a big one for me is recency bias. Um, Mm. We tend to remember things that happen um, that are easier to remember. And oftentimes things that are easier to remember are the last things that we saw. And so that's a a clear example that happens all the time in fantasy is is a guy will have a bad game. You should have benched him because it was a bad matchup or, or he got injured or whatever it was. He just wasn't part of the game plan. And guys that have value will get dropped. And Dave and Moose, I know you guys both did that this year. Yep. Brandon Cooks and Chase Claypool. And yep. Yeah. These these are all things that you gotta kinda we <laughs> it hurts. But I mean, to, to be fair to be fair, in the in the in the case for Chase Claypool, he'd never proven anything. So I mean, sure there was recency bias, but you know who could have predicted? Yeah. No, I, and that's that's part of fantasy football and part of what 
makes football and all sports kind of fun is that there's a there's a lot of unpredictability. There's a lot of things that, that are unforeseen and we didn't see coming. But we have to entertain those things, especially when it comes to drafting. So I, I, I wanted to, to lay this bit of wisdom out on everybody. But that same recency bias that I'm talking about applies to when we draft as well. Mm. So guys are going to look at last season's rankings, who did really well, and that's who I want to draft. Exactly. Whereas if you go back further than that, if you look at any top 12 for any position, year by year, it, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the number is 50%. There's a 50% change within those top 12s. So that means that you're banking on something that only happens half the time when you're looking at last season's rankings. Not for Mike Evans, Moose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, are you saying he's doing better than he did last year? Uh, he's 12 or something now. There's still some games left in the season. He's okay, I just want to so confirm he, what you were suggesting there, that if he was bad we, last year... We, and he's doing better this year. No, no. Okay. He's been in the top 12 for... So it's not I a good example of what Seeger's saying. What? He, he was saying that there's usually a 50% change. Like, it, like yeah. that's what you were saying, no? Yeah. Yeah, but there's no change for Mike Evans. He's just always good for okay. the most part. Is my uh, point. He's, he's one of the outliers. He's exactly. one of the outliers. <laughs> I just want I just wanted Moose to know that. We can never get through an episode without a Mike Evans debate at some Anthony's point. Anthony's very salty. I should have known that. <laughs> well, I, if if you guys want, I was talking about this with Jordan too. A good word for you guys to describe, like uh, the your level of frustration with the fantasy season so far, would be butthurt, which fits nicely with your liberation. <laughs> <laughs> butthurt ballers, Pearson. <laughs> I think that's pretty appropriate. Yeah, 2020 yeah. has not been too kind to us. But uh, mm-hmm. hey, man, we'll mm-hmm. see how the playoffs go. Because we were talking pre-podcast, um, a lot of the players that were doing very well early on in the season that kind of carried uh, fantasy teams to leading their their league are struggling of late and or have tough playoff matchups. So it's going to be really interesting what happens coming up in the playoffs. Like quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, who are killing it. You know, Lamar struggling Jackson. of late. Um, yeah, <laughs> Alvin Kamara. That's that's a gong show right now. Dalvin Cook has been injured a few times. Like did you say, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I did say Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. he's DeAndre uh, Hopkins by extension as well. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting what happens in this uh, in this playoffs. It might not be the the league leader that's the the favorite going into yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, are we ready to get into some start sits here, guys? Yes, this is a very important start set. It this is, is week the 13. Most important. Lucky number 13. It's the last, for most leagues, the last week of regular season play. And uh, so pay attention here to our four opinions of our good old Russell Wilsons and uh, our Jarrett Sinems uh, for the day. So we'll go around the clock. Anybody can start uh, just to keep in mind, everyone who's listening, that the Carolina Panthers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on by this week. So. I know that sucks for a lot of people. <laughs> we have some people who have just stacks of uh, Bucks and Panthers on the team. A lot of fantasy-relevant people. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to comment on guys that are on my teams, but I'll comment on some that I don't have that I just think if I was up against them, um, I'd be worried. And one of those is, is along the lines of recency bias. So he had a bad game last week, but he was mm-hmm. still peppered with targets. And I think a start for me would you ride the, you ride the wave with, with Michael Pittman. Um, for the Indianapolis okay. Colts. Yep. So you're saying you're saying this week he's not a Michael Sitman. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. He's a Michael yeah. put him in. Yeah. <laughs> put him in. Man. Yeah. Put him in. Man. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think the matchup looks good. Um but how do you feel about Philip Rivers' shaky balls? So I <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thing, <laughs> go ahead, Anthony. Shaky balls. These two over here were talking him up for. That was me. That was me. Moose and no, you. No, no, were no. Moose me. agreed. No, no, no. Moose no, no, agreed. no, no. You, you both. You both thought Philip Rivers wild? should be out of the equation for waiver wire pickups <laughs> or for streamers. I said, listen, they got a really favorable matchup. I've been looking at it more. I think they're going to lean. Like I don't know about Rivers. I think Pittman's a good pick. I think they're going to lean more on the run game because Houston just has a terrible run defense. I don't know if they'll have to throw that much, but. If they do, I agree. Pittman will be the main. But it's target. the right game. It's my, the right. It's the right matchup. It's it's part of my thinking too. Is within the strategy of their game plan. Pittman's had better games when they're playing ahead because they kind of they use him off of a play action deep threat. Like so, the running yep. game's going well, and then you know what? Every once in a while, we'll take a shot downfield, and Michael Pittman's been the receiver over the middle. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I can foresee that happening. And even though he didn't put up points last week, he still got nine targets. That's part of why they lost. But yep. if they're going to win against the Houston Texans or at least be close in this game, it'll be because Pittman goes off as well. Exactly. I like that one. I agree. Moose, where do you stand on uh, Michael? Put him in. I mean, I think I think he's a good start. But like I said, my big concern is always old shaky balls, Rivers. But uh, <laughs> old man balls, Rivers. The ball, old the ball shaky has balls. to go to someone. Correct. Also, I don't think I don't think Houston will be. Uh, I don't think they'll be scoring a heap ton of points. The loss of of Will Fuller, um, you know, they're going to be doubling down on Cooks. Maybe Which maybe keep QT is my other start. Yeah, was he, oh, was he gonna look be your at Seager! Look just, at Seager! Jump. First time on the podcast, just goes right into another yeah, start. Yeah, right. Right. Let's just jump Go right ahead, into Seager. Seager. Go ahead, all right. QT. <laughs> yeah, Kiki, do you love me, QT? I I, I would. List them as a start as well. If you have a lot of bucks or a lot of uh, <laughs> Panthers, um, we've seen him really so, put up points before in the past when he was a wide receiver two behind DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller was injured. So there is at least some history there for him to be able to do that. And I know you're kind of living on a prayer a little bit, but uh, I think he's a start. Yeah. So like a waiver wire pickup that you're saying is a start. Seager. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Yeah. You, on my you team just... I'm, I'm not starting him only because I don't need to, but if I needed to, I would. I would. Yeah, I think I think that's the key there. Like you know, he's he was a good waiver wire pickup this week. I wouldn't start him over most wide receivers that I you know that you had in your team unless you you know you, you lost Will Fuller or someone like that. Because I do worry the Colts defense is very, very good. And mm-hmm. uh I do worry about them kind of limiting Deshaun Watson in that offense. But at the same time, Deshaun's so good. I don't know. Maybe he might be good because they might focus all their attention on uh, Brandon Cooks. And Kiki QT runs a lot of underneath routes. Like that's that's the dump off area. That's if if Deshaun Watson's getting a lot of pressure. Kiki QT by all accounts should be there. I like uh, What did you call him, Seeger? Kiki, Kiki, do you love me? Kiki, do you love me? (laughs) QT, I love it. I love it. No, Dave. Uh, I like. I, I thought he was. I thought he. I, I thought he was a cutie. Um, all right, guys. I'm going to jump in since we're talking wide receivers. Um, listen, <laughs> here's someone who I think is matchup proof right now, and anybody who hung on to this player on their IR spot is laughing right now. And uh, I know Moose is big on this guy. And that's Debo Samuel. 
the wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. They're going up against the Buffalo Bills, who um, are a very good team. But so are the 49ers, even with all the injuries they've had. And the reason Debo's matchup proof is it doesn't matter who's covering him. They're going to give him the ball like behind the field. They're going to hand it off to him. They're going to dump it off to him on a quick pass immediately. He's going to get the ball in his hands. It doesn't matter who's covering him. And then once he has the ball in his hands, he's a monster. He gets tons of yards after the catch. Um, And, you know, since George Kittle's out, he's going to get targeted like crazy. So um, even though Buffalo is good against uh, wide receivers, they rank 23rd, I believe, or 25th. Uh, against wide receivers, so it's not a great matchup uh, fantasy-wise. I think Debo is matchup-proof, and he'd be a start for me this week. Also a bonus this week, uh, Brandon Ayuk will be back. Mm-hmm. So the defense will have to uh, cover him as well. Ayuk. Mm-hmm. And Raheem Mostert, right? Mostert was back last week. He, he had a modest outing, but uh, yep. We can expect oh, to see more from him. Modest outing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to I'm gonna throw out a different position here. I'm going to say... And this Anthony is a decision that I'm. Positions on us. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. This is a, a big decision that I'm making because in another league I am playing against Seager, and I am making this bold roster move. I am slotting in my start of the week at running back Wayne Gallman to replace Ezekiel Elliott. So Seager, bold. That's bold. Very bold. Yeah, so Seager, watch Barbecue out. Bowl. So Wayne Gallman, um, <laughs> he's, be, he's been a stud. Um, he's no Saquon Barkley, but he's been started uh, startable since he's uh, taken over the reins. And um, it's just a favorable matchup against Seattle. Um, I know Seattle's defense has gotten a lot better, but Colt McCoy is at quarterback. Uh, he's not going to be throwing a whole bunch. So I think they're going to, they're gonna, you know, just... But pounded in what with about Gallman. Dante Pettis? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Uh, it's, it's, it's Gallman's week. Uh, he's going to continue to produce. He was a waiver wire pickup that people thought they would, you know, get one or maybe two good weeks out of him. But he's he's been really good. Last year, we saw it. We saw some flashes of it when he replaced Saquon last year for a couple games. Um, Gallman, got to start him. If you have him on your Team, don't keep him on your bench. Put him in your starting lineup. Anthony, you, I, I go ahead, Seeger. Are you expecting more or less points than he put up against the Bengals? As as a Bengals fan, I, I understand. I just want to say how bad. <laughs> oh. Are you expecting more He's, or less? Like it's still weird for me to say like Seattle's such a bad defense. Like it still feels wrong because they've been so good they're for not, so long. They're not. Saying, they're, they're a not, different they're, defense, but they're better than the Bengals. And um, I, I think, think I, honestly, I, think, I I'm starting Wayne Gallman. But unless he gets those goal line touchdowns, I think he's in for a really bad day. Well, he, it all depends, guys. First of all, how do you? First of all, the Seattle Seahawks defense was horrible, horrendous for like nine weeks. But now all of a sudden, they're pretty good. Like the past two weeks, they've shown that they can play defense a little bit, and uh, that's one. Two. How do you see this game going with Colt McCoy running the offense? I see well, a lot of three and outs for this offense. I've got um, a hot take here. Same matchup. What's your hot day? I, w- I would start Evan Ingram with confidence. Hmm. Really? Colt, Interesting. Colt McCoy was a quarterback on Washington when Jordan Reed was having good seasons. Hmm. And he also had, a, I think, a few good games with Jordan Cameron on the Cleveland Browns. Colt, Colt McCoy is the ideal backup uh, because, you know, he's been in the league a long time. He's been a starter 
in relief of quarterbacks that have gotten injured. Um, it wasn't the greatest showing when he did come in last week, but it was at the end of the game. You know, he didn't get the first team reps, and with like limited practicing and everything with COVID, uh, he's going to get all the reps he needs this week, and he, he's going to—he's not going to make mistakes. He's going to be. He's going to be decent. I think he'll be decent enough to get the ball down the field. Um, I think Gallman will get into the end zone. He's had a touchdown the last one, two, three, four, five weeks. So five weeks in a row, he's had at least a touchdown, and he had one two-touchdown week. Last week, he had 94 yards. I think they're going to pepper him with uh, carries. Uh, last week, he's, it was 24, which is the most he's had. All season, he usually gets uh, around 14 on average. I'd say so. I think he'll be productive with what he has. And Seattle's defense has gotten better, but I think uh, I think he'll have the ball a lot and produce. Think, think of game script too. Like Seattle's going to be up. So are they really going to run the ball the same about same amount in a game that's not close? That's pretty- uh, don't underestimate uh, uh, the Giants' defense. The Giants, Giants do have has, a good defense. They do have a very good defense. Yes. Listen, any starting running back that's going to get a decent amount of volume, you can't turn your nose up at. You probably got to put him in your lineup. There's not yeah, a lot of options sharing, running back. He's right sharing now. the backfield with Alfred Morris. And, and Anthony's Morris starting, starting him serious. over Ezekiel Elliott. But Zeke's yes. against the Baltimore defense. So. But now, do you know what I think the, the Giants are going to do? They're going to go down the field real slow. I think they're going to get the first downs. They're going to kill the clock. They're going to go heavy on the run, and it's just kill the clock and, like, Try not to give the ball to Seattle quickly, and, it, and well, that way. Listen, it sounds yeah. like Seager's really uh, against this Wayne Gallman thing. How many points Seager off the top of your head did well, Gallman get against the Bengals? He had eighteen. Eighteen points. So, yeah. I mean, well, I, I don't know with Anthony's it, conversion. It might have sounds been like eighteen point two four. I don't know if that counts as nineteen or eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like uh, sounds like a beer bet needs to be made. I, I think it's the first well, ever the, the guest beer, beer bet. Is, here's my the beer bet. bet is our matchup. <laughs> it's our matchup. If he does well, I win. If he doesn't, I lose. Anthony, sounds, like, you, sounds like you're just being a wuss. Just Evan make the bet. Evan Ingram scores more fantasy points than Wayne Gellman. Ooh, I'll take that bet. That's 100%. a good one. Yeah. That's I think a good I'm being right. old, but I just, that'll help me win the matchup as well. So it's kind of... Right. Are you playing Ingram? Yeah. A barbecue yeah. bold hot take from Seager. I love it. All right. I'm jumping, in, over I'm jumping into uh, my next guy. Go this one it. is a is a tentative. You got to listen to the news for this one. Okay. Um, Josh Jacobs has missed two practices. Yeah. So a start for me is Devontae Booker. Now this guy has primarily been uh, backup running back on most of the teams he plays for, but you know he showed flashes in Denver. We've seen flashes in Las Vegas, and if Josh Jacob doesn't start this week, Devontae Booker uh, for me is uh, is a go ahead, hundred percent. Las Vegas likes to run it, and Devontae Booker can smash it through the defense uh, like the best of them. Well, I don't know about the best of them, but if Dave, Jacobs I didn't, is out. I didn't if say Jacobs elite. I didn't say the elite. <laughs> you said with the best of them. I said the best, yeah. not elite. If Jacobs, yeah, if elite. Jacobs is out, Semantics. I think you can book him for the start. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, The real question, Moose, in the Raiders versus Jets matchup is would you start the car? Oh, my God. Talk about recency <laughs> bias. I mean, he has to do better. There's no way he can do worse. Uh, I don't know anyone who would go back to streaming Derek Carr. I mean, there's other right, options. Yeah, but, well, so there's other options, that's, but that's I, I don't ballsy. know, I don't know to if go the other options are better. It would be so Derek Carr to lose against the Jets. 
How do you beat the Kansas City Chiefs and then you're shit? You know what? Here's the thing about the Vegas Raiders. John Gruden came in back in the league. This is year two, right? So I think when he got that $100 million contract as a coach and he knew he's taking over the Raiders in the division with the Chiefs, I he's a great coach. And I know his entire thing was, how do we beat the Chiefs? They have drafted their team, built their team, coached their team, game plan their team to beat the Chiefs, because they know, well, listen, if you're going to win, you have to go through the Kansas City Chiefs because yeah, you got to play them twice in the regular season, then you got to beat them in the playoffs. You can't have success against. They're, they're going nuts like it works. We're amazing. It's like, well, you still got to play other teams. Guys, you love it. It's like, okay, holy so smokes. Of course. What, it could be a lack of eye makeup available in Las Vegas currently. I, there could be a shortage. Do, do we know what the, the status Mariota is? Like, what are the odds that happens? You Very don't low. want that to happen. Very no, low. I didn't say I did want it to happen. But, I mean, the, it seems like the missing piece in Las Vegas is a better quarterback. Ouch. I, I mean, their defense gave up 41 points to the Falcons. Their, their lows are very low. And they're, they're I think they play, they play at the opposition's level. If yes. they're playing against a really good team, they play good football. If they're playing against a bad team, they play bad football. So they're going to have a horrible week then. Like, it's going to be embarrassing. Against the old balsa wood jets. I think they'll bounce back. They'll be fine. But uh, it would take some true balls to start Derek Hart this week. That's for mm-hmm. sure. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And Moose, what do you think about Jalen Richard? What about him? Does he eat into <laughs> Devontae Booker's carries a little bit? Like, are you just picking one because you think Devontae Booker's better? Well, I think Jalen Richard's the the pass catching back. I think Devontae Booker is the he'll be the three down guy. Ground and pound. Yeah, and and at worst, at worst, he's the goal line back. Hundred percent. We've already seen it. So yeah, I think well, I think yeah. it, like in most leagues, if there's minimal running backs. And you can pick up Devontae Booker. I would pick up Devontae Booker and start him. If you're in a pinch, is Jalen Richard worth a start because of the matchup? I don't think so. Again, because we also expect them to be ahead, right? The old game script. Well, <laughs> no. Come on, come on. We expect them to be ahead. Let's get serious. I mean, the Jets. The Jets almost beat the Patriots. It's not. And yeah, but Moose. But, but Moose. Moose, six people did beat the Patriots. So. The, the, spread <laughs> the spread is eight. So Ve- well, let's ju- Vegas just re- Vegas winning. Realistically, if you're playing Booker or Jalen Richard and you need to make it into the playoffs, sorry about your fantasy yes. team because yeah. that's rough. Yeah. But well, I, ha- I have the rest one... of your team's awesome. You never know. You must be talking about well, your yeah. own team, right, Anthony? Uh, I had injuries. It's not bad <laughs> decisions. Um, but here, here, here's a good one. Um, I, I'm always skeptical to bring his name up, uh, whether it's a start or a sit, because this guy is all over the fucking place. It is Melvin Gordon, Roman numeral three. Oh boy! Also, this guy, clock the old, 31 the only, minutes in, explicit. No, thank you. Anthony. There was swearing at the beginning of the podcast. No way. Was there? Yes, okay. there was. All right. Um, now, yeah, I saw your face. You're like, oh, here goes Anthony again. But yeah, no, you missed it. Um, 
Yeah, so the reason why I'm bringing up his name is because Lindsay at the moment is not practicing this week. And the only time that Melvin Gordon has been, I guess, you can start him with confidence is when Lindsay hasn't been there. Like, even though he fumbles, even though he's not the most efficient runner, he got all the work when Lindsay wasn't there, and then he kind of rolled into, like, double digits. And we know that he's the goal line back, even with Lindsay there. So, But are they going to make it to the goal line? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Anything is possible. We've seen Derek Carr score points on Kansas City Chiefs and then not do it. So, Here's the thing, Moose. The Kansas City Chiefs' run defense is, is very poor. That's their one weakness is you can run the ball on them. That's how... The biggest and, Raiders beat them. And the only thing positive so about Melvin Denver... Gordon's going to suddenly run the whole no, no, field? No, no. He's going to right. get Denver all the way to the end zone by himself? No, but this is what I'm going to say. Um, I don't think... Because like uh, what Seager was bringing up about Gallman... Or no, sorry, Moose, you said that about Gallman. Will they be able to get down the field with Colt McCoy to score a touchdown? Um, I, I don't think like Kansas City will have an easy time scoring because the one... The one positive about the Denver Broncos is that their defense is pretty decent. So I think they'll slow down Kansas City at least for a half and then allow Melvin Gordon to get some runs in so they're not airing it down the field the entire time. The, I think that's the most batshit crazy thing you've ever said. I, I don't think there's a defense I don't think there's a defense out there that could slow down Kansas City. Yeah. So so yeah. the terrible Las Vegas Raiders slow down Kansas City and they the have the worst like, defense. The first the- game was like forty five to forty three. They didn't slow them Anyways, down. Anyways, we've seen we've seen the Broncos do some crazy things just with their defense. Like I said, they're going to get dominated. Don't get me wrong. I said they'll slow them down for a half, and then Kansas City because sometimes Kansas City is like you know like we'll be down and then we'll just run the like we'll run up the scoreboard in the second half. I think Melvin Gordon will be productive in the first half, and in the second half when uh, when Drew Locke has to throw the ball down the field to try and catch up, that's where you'll see kind of. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Roman numeral three, slow down. But I think he will get into the double digits, and a lot of people that drafted him drafted him earlier than you probably should have. So he's been kind of screwing your fantasy season because you're like, do I start him? Or when you sit him, he does well. So I think you start him this week because if Lindsay's out, he will get the work. Here's a question for you guys. Do you start Melvin Gordon over, just quickly, do you start Melvin Gordon over Wayne Gallman? Yes. No. No. I would. Do you start Melvin Gordon over Devontae Booker? Yes. Yes. I would as well. Yes. So, <laughs> so that's kind of where he's falling through. Anthony, um, I think you hit it on the head. Um, the problem with Melvin Gordon is where you guys told. I think I think Anthony got hit on the head. <laughs> no, I like you should have known that Melvin Gordon wasn't going to have the same season that he did last year. He went to a new team that already had an RB one. And last season was the last year in his contract, which also statistically says that guys in the last year of their contracts have good years. So that was a case of looking at the rankings from last season and thinking, here's a guy that might have a good season. When realistically, when I think Melvin Gordon is a, is almost having the kind of season he sh- he was supposed to have. You just weren't yeah. supposed to draft him second or third. Yeah, he, he, he didn't look good when he came back. He sat out the first couple games last year when he came back for the Chargers. He did not look great. I was never, um, but actually, he's still the RB twenty four. So he's but yeah. he's an RB. Let me let me correct Dave because he seems to forget. Like 
as he often does, he doesn't have a championship. So <laughs> who did I play? Uh, who did I play in the liquor championship? I played both Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, who both got into the double digits to give me a win. I played both running backs. They were both startable. Melvin Gordon had a so bad that two one games, game. That but, one game. No, no, no. He had a bad two games back, but he just needed to get into the swing of things. Like that was his team but and him and Eckler, you misunderstood what I said. He didn't look good. You can still get points and not look good, but how you, yeah, the eye test, if you're not passing the eye test, that should tell you something about their, their, oh, how they're going to be over the course the of the test. season. The Do you think I would have rode him every game after those two games? If he didn't pass the eye test, no, I, had, I, had, I had, Hey, I have a championship. I didn't really need any glasses. <laughs> All right. I think we should move on to our sits. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Melvin Gordon. Okay. <laughs> well, we didn't give that many. We need to give one QB start, guys. Quickly, who's your top QB start? Uh, and let's think, obviously, not the obvious, not the obvious ones. Um, Shout him out there. Seekers on Kirk Cousins against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as well, a tight end, I would consider Kyle Rudolph with Irv Smith out. And also, mm. I think Hawkinson has a great matchup against the Bears, especially if Khalil Mack is out. I, I I do not agree with the Kyle Rudolph. He'll get like one fluke touchdown, but I wouldn't depend on him. Well, I mean, right. tight end, tight end's a crapshoot. Tight end's a crapshoot right now. So, yeah. uh, I do agree with Kirk Cousins. I think against Jacksonville, who's the third best matchup versus QBs, they're going to light it up. And the Jaguars have a decent offense, even with Mike Longneck Glennon, the giraffe, leading the way. They're they're going to put up enough points for it to be competitive. So I like Kirk Cousins. How do you guys feel about Taysom Hill? Against the Falcons. Starting him. He's playing Atlanta. I hate him. Apparently only Derek Carr can't throw the ball against Atlanta. So okay. well, we don't even know if Taysom Hill can throw the ball. But um yeah, I, I would say Taysom Hill probably good good QB start. And would you start Jared Goff against the Cardinals? Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. No, don't, don't do it. If you're if you need to win this game to make it to the playoffs, do not play Jared Goff. This guy will fuck your fantasy season. He is probably already – he's probably the reason why you need to win the game to get into the playoffs. Okay, Jared Goff or Andy Dalton? Jared Goff, 100%. Jared Goff. Well, they're playing the Baltimore defense, so Jared Goff. Jared Goff or Sam Darnold? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Okay, the balsa with Jets? <laughs> why are you what? starting with the worst quarterbacks? Anthony, well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just – I'm listing off all the quarterbacks. Moose is like, I, all right, guys, guys, I'm, guys. Jared Goff or Kurt Warner? No, no, no. no. Who would you finish. start this week? Let me finish. I'm listing off all the quarterbacks that I could play instead of Jared Goff, who I'm playing this week. Anthony, would oh, you go Mitch? Uh, so, okay, okay, so if you're in a pinch, I would go Mitch. I would go Mitch Trubisky or Jared Goff this week. That's debatable, yeah. I, here's my only thing. I think that the Cardinals' offense is going to be good enough to keep up with the Rams' defense. So I think they're going to have to produce on offense, the Rams. And they're going to have to do more than hand it off. They're going to have to throw the ball. So I think okay, he's going to play. Roethlisberger against Washington or Jared Goff? Jared Goff. Roethlisberger's a sit for me this week. Is, is Ben available? How Can we get an availability? How available is he? No, it's just a would-you-rather type situation. We're doing a yeah. Would you rather? Oh yeah, no, no. Okay, but I'm just I'm saying like, if you've lost all your quarterbacks to injury, and the only people left are Jared Goff. I mean, start Jared Goff. Start Jared Goff. All right, let's move on, guys. Let's get some sits. So that leads into one of my first sits, which is Ben Roethlisberger versus the Washington Roman Washington Washington's Roman numeral two. Um, 
Pittsburgh did not look good last game, guys. They were playing a very depleted Baltimore team. Sure, the Baltimore defense was was okay, but they're not the usual Ravens team. And uh, it wasn't all Big Ben's fault. The receivers dropped a ton of passes, but it was ugly. And Washington is excellent against wide receivers. Um, they're one of the 24th um, worst matchup for fantasy wide receivers. And uh, they're 23 against QBs. So I would lean against uh, playing Big Ben Roethlisberger this week. This could even be their first loss of the season because they they have not looked sharp the past few weeks. Ooh, I would I say that I, I say that as a true fan, Dave. I would attribute some of their their sloppy play because they played on a Wednesday. That is completely out of the normal football players' routine. Well, they practice on Wednesdays. Are they dropping balls at practice on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Like they're but professional they're football players. Fighting. Yeah, but but practice is nowhere near the same thing as a game in football where you're going 100 percent and yeah remember what a lot of players have said this year like even playing a game on tuesday or the games being moved like they're athletes are creatures of habit yeah so when they're when their schedule is all messed up it it affects them Come on, so, listen, Anthony, Wednesday, I know as a fellow Division One soccer player and <laughs> oh Jesus, you know, and we, future talk, celebrity and future practice. celebrity boxing, you know, star. Uh, I get that you would know best, but I feel like that's a that's a soft excuse. Like, come it, on, if if I had, if if we were like a super big podcast, I swear to God, I would fight Jake Paul. I have nobody, but that guy needs to be knocked the fuck out. Like the guy thinks he can literally beat up Conor McGregor. I hate this guy. That was a ridiculous comment that he could fight Conor. I McGregor. want, and then he, he well, was even heard, talking shit. You heard just Evan, the, on Evander a side Kane. Evander yeah, Kane that's what I was just gonna bring. Yeah, up. I want to like, see that. And they're talking. They're like, "Who's Evander Kane? Like another athlete wants to fight us that doesn't know how to fight." And I'm like, uh, "I'm like Evander Kane. Get yeah. fuck this kid up." They're like, "What's a yeah, San Jose I, shark?" And yeah. Like, oh, okay, buddy. They're, they're idiots. It's entertaining, but they're idiots. But anyways, let's right, uh, let's, let's get back uh, to it. let's rope it back in, gentlemen. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna throw one out here. Um, this is another running back that I think people have issues with Todd Gurley. I don't think you should play him against the Saints. The Saints have a really good defense. Todd Gurley is very touchdown dependent. Matt Ryan has been a pain in my ass because I have him in two leagues. And he did not play well. (laughs) Remember when you thought Drew Brees was going to do better than Matt Ryan? And even with Matt Ryan being bad, Drew Brees is not going to pass him, so you lose that. He's, he's, he's injured. Not playing. Michael Thomas was well, injured. Uh, I mean, uh, we we said with bold bets, uh, bold predictions, and our beer bets that injuries uh, yeah, they are do part count. of football. Actually, so, I remember Anthony so checking that fact before making the Drew Brees bet. <laughs> I did. I did say he's yeah, getting like, old whoa, whoa, and he could get count? injured. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so I just think Todd Gurley is going to have a rough time. He doesn't like. He, you can tell the guy's not 100% healthy. Um, he doesn't break tackles. He doesn't do Todd Gurley-esque things like old-school Todd Gurley. He can't control his momentum. He's not going to do all this. Yeah. <laughs> they look better without him, too. It's almost like the defense is no because Todd Gurley is playing so few snaps that when he gets into the game, it's like, well, it's going to go to Todd Gurley. And they're ready for a run play. Mm, Whereas very very good point. He had a couple runs where he busted free because they were playing prevent defense, or they were they were they had more defensive backs in rather than linemen. That's a good so. point. Um, I would, yeah, I agree with the Todd Gurley sit and Todd Gurley Roman numeral two. I would sit Brian Hill, Edo Smith, all of them. 
Uh, that Saints defense is a monster right now. I, I wouldn't. Would you guys start? Let's. Okay. Julio Jones is playing. Let's say he's playing this week. We don't know that yet. Would you start Matt Ryan? It, it doesn't seem likely that he's playing. Right. He has not been practicing. Right. So, yeah. okay. If Julio's not tough. playing, put it this way then. If Julio's not playing, do you sit Matt Ryan? You probably should. Yeah, I he doesn't play well when Julio I look Jones better options. I'd rather have Tinkham Hill than Matt Ryan. Yeah, okay, big but, time. Okay, but most people's trade deadlines have passed, and there's yeah. nothing on the waiver wire. Well, what so, do you mean? Would, you play, Kirk Cousins? would you play Trubisky over, or, over Matt Ryan this week? If Julio's out? Begrudgingly. <sighs> Begrudgingly. If Julio's out, probably. Uh, I think there's probably more of a floor there. I don't think Trubisky's going to knock it out of the park. But I would, would play, play Kirk Jared Cousins, Goff. Taysom Hill, Jared Goff, for sure. If, yeah, over I, Julio I, Jonesless, I, Matt Ryan against yeah, the Saints? I would, I would yeah. play Jared Goff. Anthony Seager. Who was Trubisky against when he went off for something like five touchdown passes? Like out of nowhere, he had one of the biggest fantasy QB outings of the year. This is like two, three years ago. I guess that was against who did he play in high school? Um. <laughs> no, but I like I I, I failed to, to yeah. do the research, but he he does have really good career success against the Lions, which means something. Yeah, yeah, and he did the beat Lions the Lions back. earlier in the season. Yeah. Um. I'll check the I'll check his numbers. But the Lions but, uh, got rid of Patricia, which is a lot of dead weight. Moose, how do you feel Patricia? about Patricia again? He's the worst. Absolute <laughs> worst. He's a donut. An absolute donut. <laughs> Seeger, who's your first sit of the week, my friend? Um, well, I, I agree with Anthony completely. I, I, I have Todd Gurley on one of my teams and I'm sitting him. Another sit would for me would be um Daryl Henderson, he's probably already on your bench, but it really looks like the reins are being taken over by Cam Akers. So if you have Daryl Henderson, you're probably not starting him. Um, it's Daryl Henderson Jr., but yeah, I agree. Uh, I haven't trusted anyone in the Rams' backfield, even as good. Would you start Cam Akers, though, guys? Yeah, that was, was going to be my question. You know what? I, w- I wouldn't even have him on my team. So, But if I had him, I would sit him. And I'll uh-huh. give you another one. I would sit Zach Moss. Yeah, this is not the week to play Zach Moss. And just to give a quick update, Trubisky had 23 points against Detroit week one. So Of this season? This season. Of this so season. when no one no one had a preseason or anything, good for right. him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to be the same thing. Uh, I think he'll be okay. He'll be okay. But, but yeah, I wouldn't be excited to start him. Over Matt Ryan. Is what we were talking about, right? I would start him over Matt Ryan. Either one is a disaster, in my opinion. <laughs> but Detroit's like really bad. They're just like hampered by injury. Hampered. They're not going to produce anything on offense. Galladay's out. Swift is probably not playing. And you got old man Peterson. I think Carry On Johnson might have. They more have we were we were talking about Mohamed Sanu, and uh, well, they have. Uh, oh God, Mohamed Sanu, like. Yikes. Uh, Marvin Jones Marvin Jr. Jones and Marvin Hall. They got all the Marvins. I mean, you Marv- figure Marvin Jones Marv. Jr. would be good because you guys picked him to be better than Deontay Johnson this year. So he should, be, he should be a start this week, right? <laughs> Is that, oh, that at the start of the season, right? That yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, he's probably an auto start. But uh, Moose, why don't you hit us with a uh, little sit? I love your sits because you're so, you like to get angry about them. Um, get all riled up. <laughs> I, I would say sit Zach Ertz. Well, he's, he's probably injured. So I would no, he's coming back. He's back and he's not injured. Okay. But I so even if he's him. back, you'd sit him? Yeah. 
Hmm. Philly's playing Green Bay. I can't imagine. He's going to have a ton of rust to shake off. Carson Wentz mm. is atrocious. I mean, yeah. they have I'm no run game. About, I'm not excited they have about no passing that. game. Defenses are going to know that they're going to try and pepper Earths. It's just not going to happen. I would sit all Eagles receivers forever for the year. Um, I think Goddard. I think Goddard's still a good play, though. He is good. Mm. Guys, I, got, I, think... I got an interesting one for you, just like to see what you guys' opinion on. I don't want to take too much time up with this guy, but Justin Herbert against the New England Patriots. Now, the Patriots are very good at eliminating the best player on the opposing team. Even if they have struggled this season, do you think Herbert will have a mediocre week? Do you say find a better option, or you gotta roll with him if you got him? I think it's easier. Yeah, Dave and I were texting about this. So, so I've I've Mike Williams on one of my teams. I'm sitting him, um, and I would even I wouldn't sit Keenan Allen, but I would beware if you're used to him putting up 20 points for you to get a win in fantasy. You might want to look for upside elsewhere because I can see Keenan Allen getting around 10 points this week um, just because but, of Bill Belichick's record against rookie QBs. He's 19 and five. And some of those losses were against Lamar Jackson last season. But do you think they'll be, do you think it's going to be a low scoring affair? Because if they eliminate Keenan, so let's say the best player is Keenan Allen, which most likely is, then he's not a factor, but maybe it opens up the field for Mike Williams and they'll probably be down maybe, and that's 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 what makes it a little bit more interesting like i I, it's a pick him for me i think herbert does have the chance to still have a good game he's got a lot of weapons he's got hunter henry he has austin eckler back like they actually look like a really powerful team it'll come down to to game script and if if new england can keep the ball with their running backs then then we're looking at a low scoring game either way here, here are the other factors. The, does Bill Belichick limit rookie quarterbacks and do a great job shutting down the opponent's best weapon? Yes. And are they going to win the game? Yeah, they're going to be. They're going to win the game. The Chargers are amazing at losing by one score all the time. But for <laughs> fantasy purposes, Keenan Allen is he could be limited, but he is unsittable. In my opinion, you have to start Keenan yeah. Allen every week. He gets way too much volume, it's, and he lines up in the slot, so he'll be away from Stephon Gilmore a lot of the time. Um, and Justin Herbert has way too many weapons, and he's way too good not to put up some fantasy points. He'll probably lose, and he'll probably struggle for a lot of the game. But we, you know, we saw him struggle. He he really struggled last week, and he got 17 points. And he really struggled. He looked awful. He still got 17 points. So I think he'll be okay. I don't think you can sit him at this point if he's uh, he's the quarterback in your lineup. I would start him over all streamers that are available: Kirk Cousins, Taysom Hill, all those guys. For, for other teams' top wideouts, we've seen Bill Belichick just decide to double them, right? Just take them out of the game completely. And if you choose one guy to double for the Chargers, it would be Keenan Allen. It'd be Keenan Allen. But then, like Anthony said, Mike Williams is open. Austin Eckler's open. They'll hand it off to the great rookie running back, Joshua Kelly, because he needs at least 12 rush attempts this week if I'm going to beat Anthony in that beer bet. So, you know, they got a lot of options out there. <laughs> what was our beer bet? 162 oh rush God. attempts. Okay, we need a fourth uh, sit. We're not going into this again. We need a fourth sit. All right. <laughs> well, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen was Seager's sit. No? no oh, no, I'm but you can't sit him. It's too insane. Okay. Too insane. Too insane. Um, I got an interesting one from Moose. C.D. Lamb versus the Baltimore Ravens. 29th versus wide receivers. Are you, are you asking not... if he should be sat? Yeah. 
I'm um, saying sit him. Dave is saying sit him. Yeah, yeah. do you agree? I don't know. I think uh, I think if you need to start, <laughs> you need to start him. No, I don't. I don't think he's that type of player yet. I think Amari Cooper is. If you got to start Amari Cooper, you start Amari Cooper. I think CD Lamb is either he does really well or he doesn't. Amari Cooper will always get into the double digits because he's just the lead guy there. I think. I think I would sit CD Lamb in this game. See, I for that reason, they. is why I would start CD Lamb. Is because all the focus will be on Cooper, and maybe Gallup. Ugh. I don't know. I think it's a t- Andy Dalton's been favoring Amari Cooper, but but we, we we saw what what Baltimore even an injured Baltimore did to the Pittsburgh. I, again, it was a Wednesday game. They but... dropped a lot of balls, <laughs> or just threw balls to the other team. Yeah, but um, classic. But anyways, you know, I, that... I would say if you have a better option, start it. I mean, they're going against Baltimore. It's yeah. it's going to be tough for them. So I, you know, I think he'll do okay. But if you're if you need the points, I wouldn't start him. If you have a better option, start the better option. It's not a good matchup. Yeah, it's not. All right, any other last minute start sits, guys, that you want to really want to get off your chest for the listeners? Well, we need two more sits. Do well. well I'm being I know. really cheap with my wide receivers, but I would, I would I wouldn't sit them. I really wouldn't sit them, but I would I would temper expectations on DeAndre Hopkins. Oh. You don't. I mean, his shoulder. You can You can Kyler Murray's shoulder looked a bit better. But you got to remember, Jalen Ramsey effectively shut down DK Metcalf. But but Seager, you got to you got to keep in mind here. People got to win games to go into the playoffs. Yeah. Are you really gonna like guys like Kamara, Keenan Allen, and DeAndre Hopkins? Like you would murder yourself. You would commit suicide if you bench them but and I, they went off, and then you missed the playoffs because you benched. A guy that you've drafted in the first or second round. The way I'm trying to explain it, though, is if you're relying on wins for your fantasy team for 20 points from DeAndre Hopkins, you're not going to get that 20 points, in my opinion. But you need his 10. You but need his minimum but, of 10. You've got to look for upside elsewhere. you yes, got to look for a yeah, really yeah. good matchup. Would you? And, yeah, yeah, but like these guys can. Okay. Anyway, if I they think, don't I think go this off, is, they this can, is, is yeah. moot here. This is silly. All right, your yeah. says your moot. He's getting a little riled up. Here, I got yeah, two interesting ones for you guys here. Your, point, um, your points are valid, Seeger, but we need legitimate need sits here. Yeah. So here's here's some, I got two things for you guys, uh, and it could be a start or a sit here. So Miles Sanders has been pretty bad since coming back um, Big time sit. for the Philadelphia Eagles, and Philadelphia is not using him effectively. They're going up against the Green Bay Packers, who David no. Montgomery tore up last week yeah. for over 100 yards and a touchdown, and he had like 22-plus fantasy points. Okay, here's my question. Him. Sit or start, Miles Sanders? Start. I'm saying sit him. They have start. no passing game. Even with sit that, him. Miles Sanders still has had success this season. Yeah. I, I why, would say, why would you sit him? Uh, a lot of yeah. people are saying sit him. Why? why? He's their best player. And he's but they don't been use that him. great. They don't use him. That's the Green thing. Bay, Green Bay lost to Minnesota because of Dalvin Cook. They're vulnerable. Hey, Miles Sanders is not Dalvin Cook. No, but they're no, still. He's, a, he's half as good. Okay, but that's David Montgomery defense is their cornerbacks. It's the Bears suck at throwing the ball, and David Montgomery still killed it. They were down, and they still ran it with points. him. Twenty-two points. I mean, yeah. David yeah. Montgomery is is a lot. He's a lot bigger than Miles Sanders. I, I just don't no, see Miles no, Sanders. No, 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 no. I, I think here's here's a case of Seager's recency bias. Most people would want to sit Miles Sanders. They're fed up of him. And how Philadelphia use him. You got to trust that Philadelphia gets to the comes to their senses. 
You got to play him against the Packers. Packers defense is horrible. Here's a good one. Antonio Gibson has been phenomenal lately. He's a top five running back right now. Are you still comfortable starting him against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. It, it looks I think, like he gets better every week. Yeah. I think you have to. I think he provides a – he's going to get way too much volume. And I think Baltimore – the Baltimore Ravens have shown the league how to run on Pittsburgh um, in the two games that they've played. them. I mean, you just have to watch the tape. Um, and and Pittsburgh lost Bud Dupree. So they're down two of their best linebackers now. Out for the season with a torn ACL. Um, those are two would lines. You, Guys, just – yeah, go ahead, Seager. Would you sit or consider sitting um, Kenyon Drake or Chase Edmonds? Um, Chase Edmonds, I would consider, um, because yep. you're relying on great efficiency because he doesn't get a lot of touches. Um, but Kenyon Drake, I don't think you can sit him, even though he has a tougher matchup. I feel like, I feel like you got to start him. They're against the Rams, right? But if they're going to be effective, the Cardinals, they'll, they'll have to be able to run the ball. So I don't think yeah, you can sit him. It's a huge game for the Cardinals. Yeah. I don't think you can sit him. Um, lastly, guys, uh, this is for my own, uh, personal purposes are you comfortable starting jonathan taylor in his first game back in a very favorable matchup against the houston texans horrible run defense with jordan wilkins probably out so it's just heinz and taylor i would go heinz over taylor yeah i would say so seeger says heinz over taylor okay yeah i say heinz over taylor as well all right well i'm gonna try and will it into existence and i'm saying taylor over heinz (laughs) because i think they'll be ahead i think game script will call more for taylor but if he's injured, right. why would they play him if they're ahead? Taylor's not injured. He had COVID. Oh, or he okay. was close con- close contact COVID. So he sat okay. out last game. Okay. It's a good correction. correction. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. This has been a blast. Um, Seeger, it has been an honor to have you on the podcast. This is our second guest, but our first kind of start sit guest. Any last mm-hmm. uh, words for our listeners before you before we sign off? No, I just hope you guys enjoyed it. I, I really wanted to thank you guys for letting me on. This has been a lot of fun for me as well. And uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. It's a lot of fun um, to listen every week. So, Seager, have you been keeping up with Buffy? No, I haven't <laughs> been watching Buffy. And I haven't watched The Mandalorian yet either. It's uh, Mr. Robot, anything? like What? No, not, none of your shows that you're talking about. Did you see Tiger King at least eight, eight months ago, whatever it was? Okay, all right. Okay, good. Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh, I, I have I have an interesting one for people. Like, it depends on your humor, but I believe it's a Netflix series. It's called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. It is a sketch comedy on crack. It is basically most sketch comedies, you know, they have their skit and then there's a break and then they go into another one. This is just one half an hour episode of random skits going into other random skits. And it's it's hilarious. It it is. I I went to bed, didn't know what to watch. I put it on, and I couldn't go to sleep because I was laughing my ass off, and I was just wired after watching it. But it's very like out there. Three Australian guys, I believe. Speaking of Australia, speaking of comedy, you just reminded me that a show that I watched recently on Netflix was Lunatics, the uh, 2019 Chris Lilly show, where he has oh. six new characters. Now he's got shows all of a sudden. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Not his best work, work, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, they're not all amazing characters, but some of them, (laughs) if I could swear, the kid that that films his Instagram with really ridiculous things and just goes dope as fuck. (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, it's worth watching. We got a lot of time on our hands these days, so it made me laugh. I like it. Good recommendation. 
Awesome. All right, guys, it's been a blast. Good luck to all our listeners heading into week 13, final week of the regular season. We hope you make the playoffs. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ciao.